0: It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. Next up on Dave Gleeson's diabolical, insane, nighttime exhibit of debaucherous rendezvous, a guest who would only chat to a show with a name like that. And would we lie to Slash and change the name just to get him on? Absolutely we would. So, Gleeso, keep referring to the show as that name. I mean, we're talking about the guy who ran naked through a golf resort whilst hallucinating during a world tour. No, not Gleeso. Well, maybe Gleeso. I don't know. Definitely Slash. The world's most genius rock star. Take the hat and Sonny's off and he can enjoy a meal at a restaurant without being disturbed. Hats off to you, brother. Literally. Please welcome to Chat to Dave Gleason, one of the world's greatest guitarists and one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. It's, it's Slash. Slash. Yeah, the album's called Four and it's Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and The Conspirators. It's their fourth album. They're coming to Australia. The River is Rising, Rest of the World Tour 24 kicks off uh, next week, the 22nd of February. They're going to be playing with The Struts and Rose Tattoo. Uh, We are talking to the man himself right now about this new album and tour. Slash Welcome to Nights with Dave Gleeson. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm very, very well, mate. The energy coming off this record, I listened to it all uh, for the second time last night. There's such a kind of vibrant energy coming out of all these songs. Uh, What was it like to make the record?
1: Well, it was cool because uh, we actually recorded the record live. Um, I always talk about recording live, but this time we recorded with the amps and all the gear on stage, like we would in a club, live in the room, and we record it with vocals, all like that in the moment. That's amazing. So it was the most live recording I've ever done in a studio.
0: It's amazing, and I, I, I watched the the, the movie uh, on, It's out on Gibson TV about the making of it. And Dave Cobb, uh, yeah. the producer, seems like he was all over it. Like you know, because when you when you go into the studio, as uh, we've done over the years, you know, you got amps in one room, and you've got all this type of stuff. But he was the guy who said, mate, we can have everything in the same room. Let's get it in there and get it live.
1: It was really what sensed the deal uh, to to work with Dave Cobb. Because Dave Cobb is an amazing producer. But for the most part, he does a lot of country music. Mm. And, uh, And so when I, you know, he, he had, he had done one band. That's a rock and roll band rival sons. And I love the way that they sound. So he was, uh, that was one of the reasons I called him, but in the conversation, he goes, yeah, man, I want to record the record live like an old Glenn Johns recording. And I was like done it's sold. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what we did. So the the record was really, um, done in five days, two songs a day, not right. for 10 songs. And then, uh, and then we, we did it in Nashville during COVID and uh, Miles picked, got sick first and then <laughs> there was three other guys went down and then, so I had nothing to do but sit around and eventually I caught it because we we're all living in the same house. And, uh, and so then we came out, did the, the, the harmonies, background vocals, and that was it. Amazing, but yeah, it was a it was a fun fun time.
0: And and did you go in with fully formed ideas, or was there, was there stuff happening on the fly, and what what was the process? Um,
1: well, I mean, we always go in with with some pretty thought out kind of arrangement type things, and then they come together in the studio. There was a couple songs that were really just just uh, you know like a riff and a chorus and whatever, and we sort of tightened them up on the day and then recorded it <laughs> you know so it was all pretty much on the fly
0: and and how important was it because you've got this uh, collaboration with Gibson TV how important do you think for this particular album was to document the whole process you you're four albums in now you, you're, a, you're a, a a real bona fide band it, it seemed like it was a, a great moment to uh, to really capture the band as a band
1: yeah well I mean the funny thing was that we had a camera guys down at the studio and they showed up I think it was probably two days or something into the recording and then the COVID thing happened. So they only shot for two days. Right. But, uh um, but the rest of it we did later and, and, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was fun. I always like getting some sort of B roll out of these recordings so people can get an idea of what the experience was like. I know I used to dig that kind of shit when I was a kid watching other bands come up. So, yeah, we figured we'll
0: we'll give somebody, give the
1: people something interesting to look at,
0: and and there's so many different moods. I mean, I I love the sleazy. I reckon it's an instant classic. Actions speak much louder than words. It's sleazy and it's. I just love the riff in it, man.
1: Oh, cool! Thanks. No, that's actually a pretty popular song. Right. Um, we're on the road right now, and and that's like a a very much in demand
0: song in the set unreal um, and of course um, I did notice uh, in the movie that you have a vast array of guitars am I thinking that might only be a small uh, small part of your collection
1: yeah well I can't even remember what's in the video but that's a yeah I would say that's a very small percentage <laughs> of the guitars that I actually have um, it's a, it's a little bit of a sickness the amount of guitars that I have
0: <laughs> but um, we won't get into it <laughs> sure um, now you, you do talk about uh, oh well we all know you're a movie buff. Uh, you, you've got your own uh, uh, movie production company making horror movies, etc. And you mentioned how, like, listening to movie soundtracks, you can pick up a groove or a beat or something like that. Um, and, and I was listening to the last song, Fall Back to Earth. That could easily be uh, a soundtrack song. It's just so moody, and I love the, the the lead intro. It's just such a great song. Oh, well, thanks, man. Uh, you
1: actually, you know, that... that- that, that was written, um, I mean, the music part of it was written while I was on safari in, in, in South Africa. Uh-huh. And it was just something that came to me one night because I always carry my guitar with me everywhere I go, right? So it was late one night sitting outside and the, the melody came to that. So I guess it is sort of thematic, you know, is, is sort of like it has a, a sort of movie soundtrack quality to it.
0: Mm, yeah, and Miles' vocal and oh, man, uh, the whole band, everyone shines on this record. I mean, the, the drums are big and fat, and the, um, the bass and and Miles' vocals. It's it, it really is like you've uh, you've you've hit the zenith of, of this is what the band's always been kind of trying to make that sound.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a good, great, you know, like. A, it's it's a, it's a great bunch of guys to play with, and they're all great players. And the record is a really good indicator of what the band sounds like live. And now that we're out there touring on this particular record, it's funny how the songs sound so much the same because they were recorded that way. You uh-huh. know, it's
0: really cool. And and uh, like uh, like any time, I guess you do you do a recording, the songs would probably already be growing in different areas now. As you even you know a, a couple of months or a few months into touring them.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that sort of evolves when you're touring. Uh, different parts. I mean, you, you're playing the same songs pretty much every night, so you start finding different ways of playing things. You come up with an idea that you wish you wrote when you wrote the song, but you start playing it anyway. <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff happens.
0: I think Miles uh, Miles Davis said, if you play the same thing on stage every night, you're dead. <laughs>
1: yeah. it's it's it, No, it's true. It's like you want to stick to the – to the, you know, the, the, you want to be true to the song sure. and keep all the melodies intact and make sure that the familiar parts are familiar. But you have to make it interesting and you have to let yourself sort of spill off the edges a little bit. Cool. Now you
0: coming to Australia? Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Um, it's
1: been you know, the first time since, I think the last time we were there was in 2019 uh, or 2018 or
0: 2019. Uh-huh.
1: So it's been a while. Um, so
0: we're, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. we are looking forward to it as well. Slash, it's been absolutely fantastic to talk to you about the new album Slash, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. It's called Four. You can uh, check out the album and you can also see on Gibson TV at Amazing documentary about the making of the uh, of the album. Everyone gets a chance to have a yarn about what they love about being in this band. And uh, mate, thank you very much for your time. Can't wait to see you. Hopefully, get you into the studio when you're over here in Australia.
1: Yeah, probably will come down there and say hi.
0: Welcome. But uh,
1: yeah, really, just look really looking forward to coming down and uh, and playing for you
0: guys. So we'll see you pretty soon. Mate, thanks, Slash. Always great to have a chat, man. All right, man. Take care. I'll see you soon. For all the latest rock news, interviews, and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the listener app.